Hey there, welcome to the Astro Psyche. This is your weekly astrology forecast for January 29th through February 4th. So this week we're coming off of the full moon in Leo last week. So we have the waning moon. Things are sort of in a, an emotional winding down sort of phase. And we also have Mars in Capricorn making an aspect to Uranus, which uh, does bring in a sense of momentum and movement and physical energy and passion even. And then we also have Mercury making some changes as well, which brings to mind more ideas. So we're going to talk about all of that. My name is Shauna McGrath. I'm a psychotherapist and an astrologer, and I'm so happy to be able to share the astrology of this week with you so that you can make the most out of it. So let's talk about Mars. So Mars is the planet of passion, enthusiasm, physical energy, uh, fighting for something, being direct. Uh, Mars is also a symbol of our ability to um, draw boundaries or create boundaries or to, um, to sort of use our anger as a, an indicator of when something has maybe crossed a boundary or a limitation, something like this. Um, Mars is also a symbol of being an advocate and standing up for yourself or for others. So it has this sort of um, fighting for something. And uh, I don't know if I said this, Mars is also about being direct. So there's like this, this physical force to Mars as well. Um, Mars in Capricorn is actually a really nice place um, for Mars to be because Mars is said to be exalted here. So this means that Mars can do, uh, Mars has the ability to give us all of the most benefic qualities of Mars, which is um, the things that are helpful in our lives. So things like, like um, saying what we mean and meaning what we say, especially with Mars being very close to Mercury at this point in time and uh, being direct, being assertive and using our assertiveness and even our aggression in a healthy way, in a way that uh, motivates us and moves us forward. Now, uh, the aspect that is exact this week that's been building the last couple of weeks is Mars in Capricorn so an earth sign will be making a trine, a harmonious aspect to Uranus in Taurus, also an earth sign. So uh, these planets, Uranus and Mars, are both in earth, the, the, the element of practicality, of uh, creating a sustainable structure, of doing the things in this earthly realm. And I uh, what is Uranus about? So Uranus is about surprises, being eclectic, doing things um, differently outside of the social norm, um, connecting to your own inner authenticity. And I think Uranus is also really about questioning the social norm. And um, like even I'm thinking about people who have Uranus very... Uh, strong or very keyed into their personal birth chart. These are the kind of people who don't take anything at wholesale. Um, they like to explore and figure out, you know, what what is going on and learn new things. And there's kind of this like not wanting to necessarily adopt wholesale um, 
a way of doing things because they want to maintain their own sense of inner integrity and to check in with themselves first if this is something that is in alignment. So, so there's this quality there of Uranus that is about um, maintaining our own sense of unique identity and individuality and being a part of the group, but also being a unique presence in the group. And so when Mars comes here, uh, this is about uh, energy, passion, directiveness, movement, physical action, even connecting in with the planet that symbolizes surprise and doing things differently. So there, there may be, um, you may simply have uh, like a drive or a desire to um, move forward with something in a way that's very spontaneous and maybe surprising to you. I think that this can also be a symbol of um, inspired action or wanting to proceed in a way that, uh, that takes others by surprise or maybe takes you by surprise. I think that Uranus is really helpful um, to us when it is in a trying aspect like this and that uh, we can create space for Mars and Uranus this week by uh, by saying yes to new opportunities, by trying new things, by having an open mind and finding, um, finding room for novelty and enjoyment and play and, and even like physical activity, if you are so inclined and, um, anything that you can do to have a, a physical, whether that's, um, you know, your daily movement practice or trying, trying out something, a different kind of hobby, or um, I don't know, you tell me what comes to mind. But th like, this is definitely about doing something Mars differently, Uranus, um, taking a different, a different kind of path. Um, I will say also, this could be involving communication also because Mars and Mercury are still so very close together here in Capricorn this week. And so Mercury, the planet of communication, thought process, how we make sense of things logically and analytically, that is in this equation too. So it may involve conversations with people. I don't know, maybe you have a conversation that's very enlightening. Maybe you have a dream, Mercury, that brings something new into your awareness. Um, Maybe you are on a healing journey and doing healing work and, uh, and, and there's a new insight or awareness that comes through with that. Um, and I think that uh, a way to make space for, for Mercury in this equation here is to, uh, of course, do any kind of journaling or talking through things, sharing your experiences, or you're um, like talking through ideas with others of course, in a way where um, with folks who you feel will be receptive and supportive and encouraging of your um, your journey or your thoughts. Um, so yeah, those are my thoughts on Mars Uranus. I'm very curious what comes up for you. Uranus is very much about expecting the unexpected. To So to some extent, we don't really know what will happen next week, as always, right? Um, Okay, so the other part of this week relating more to the the lunar cycle, um, the sun-moon connection is, so this week, so we're coming off of that, uh, we had a full moon in Leo last week on Thursday, last week. And so the moon is 
starting to become smaller and smaller in the sky. So there's kind of this winding down energy, this exhale, this turning inward energy. This week, the moon is going to move through the signs of Virgo early in the week, then to Libra, and then into Scorpio, and eventually Sagittarius through the course of this whole week. Uh, now we have the third quarter moon in Scorpio on Friday, the 2nd of February. And uh, the third quarter moon is this point of contemplation, of deciding how we want to focus our energy. And I think especially it being in Scorpio, this is a great opportunity for looking at what we want to um, tie up in a bow and sort of like set aside either permanently or right now. Um, things that we want to let go of, things that we want to sort of uh, get a sense of closure around over the next week or so until the new moon in Aquarius next week. Um, I think of the this last section of the lunar cycle from this third quarter moon that we're having this week on Friday through to the new moon as this time of kind of like really letting stuff go and shedding and... Um, doing less like doing uh is that accurate no maybe like doing less physically out in the world and doing more in your own inner world through contemplation and thinking about things and maybe that involves planning or strategizing but it's more um there's more activity going on inside versus outside and this is something again that you know do with what you want. This is kind of the the, nat the natural energy that's happening. And then you can choose to, um, to lean into that. But sometimes we can't always do that. And so, you know, it's also, I think, helpful just to acknowledge that you may have a lot going on and a lot that you need to do over the next week or two. And that um, to be gentle with your expectations of yourself. Um, and to know that, you know, if you need a little more time or you're just a little more tired, that's okay too. Um, other things that I want to say about this third quarter moon in Scorpio on Friday, the second, is that Scorpio is about like really understanding the roots of something, understanding uh, that nothing is what it may appear on the surface. And Scorpio really responds very well as an energy to things like psychology or healing or giving a, a depth perspective to things, looking at like, okay, what is, what is being left unsaid here? Or what is sort of assumed but not explicitly stated? And so I think that that can also be, again, like a really great... Um, use for this energy this week, especially on Friday. So um, let's see. So the moon goes into Scorpio on the 1st of February, late in the day, Thursday. Um, and then the third quarter moon is exact on Friday, the second, and then um, moon is there in Scorpio until uh, late Saturday afternoon. This is all Pacific time. Um, so I think Thursday, Friday, Saturday, it is a time that is conducive to more reflection and contemplation. And if there are any 
uh, ritual practices even that, that you want to do around um, letting things go or making peace with things, I think that that can be conducive to this as well. Um, and, and even in the days following, um, because the moon will become more and more dark anyways. So um, I hope that makes sense. I think that people get freaked out by Scorpio because it gets a lot of kind of um, press about being like intense or hard or overly emotional and like sure those things may be true and I think that that we need Scorpio we need this depth we need this sense of feeling into the the depth and the um the intense introspection and that when we go there on a consistent basis in a way that is um safe and, you know, either with yourself or with a support system that you have, that, that there is a lot that you can gain through that process that assists you when you're out in the world. Anyways, okay, that's that's my, my TED Talk on Scorpio, uh, third quarter moon. Um, also this week, we have Mercury in Capricorn, right? So Mercury in Capricorn with Mars. Mercury will be making a sextile, so a helpful aspect to Neptune and Pisces. So this is a more subtle aspect, but I think that it's really helpful, especially around using our imagination, connecting with divination or dreams or any other sort of um, practice that we have for connecting with unseen energy, our higher selves or our spirit team or, you know, whatever language you want to call it, connecting with the divine in some way in a way where especially you're seeking answers, which is Mercury asking questions. So I think that's like a helpful little um, aspect that's happening this week. And um, so this also another thing that Mercury is doing, this happens late in the week on Sunday, Mercury's moving from Capricorn into Aquarius. And so this, again, like we're not really gonna feel this until Mercury hops into Aquarius on Sunday, and then Mercury will be there for a bit. Um, and we'll talk more about that next week, I think. Um, and this is kind of like a, it's a dramatic sort of change because Mercury is in Capricorn and then it moves into Aquarius. And so right away, it's right there with Pluto at zero degrees of Aquarius. Um, the sun is there in Aquarius too, but it's a little farther away. Uh, so right away we have Mercury-Pluto in Aquarius. And Mercury-Pluto as a combination is about intensity of thought and in introspection. Um, there can be kind of like a, an amping up of our conscious awareness and our intellectual awareness, mercury of anything that is unconscious or has been hidden or um, secret in some sort of way, Pluto. Uh, and this tends to be an intense feeling kind of aspect for folks. I mean, I don't know. I think it also depends on if this is keying into your birth chart personally or not. If it is, it may be something that you experience more personally in your life that feels more revelatory for you. But, you know, if you don't have any planets that are aspecting this particular transit, it might be fine. It might be more, you know, you notice it uh, collectively. Um, 
I think that Mercury Pluto is very conducive to uh, doing like mental repatterning or reframing um, or to understanding like sort of like Scorpio understanding the deeper underpinnings of something and there can be a new information or a new idea or a new understanding a logical understanding of something that that maybe has been that has felt muddled or confusing for a while uh, I'll also say that Mercury Pluto is really good for any kind of research sort of work too like again that's getting to the bottom of things so that's a very practical way to use that energy again that's going to be more active next week and the week following um, what else did I want to say about this oh yeah so uh, Mercury Pluto is also a symbol of uh, psychic awareness or intuitive awareness and so it may simply be that there is more of an intuitive sense that that is already present there for all of us but that gets heightened a little bit uh, okay so those are the the main transits that are happening this week um, looking forward in the lunar cycles, we will have a new moon next week on February 9th. That is happening at 20 degrees of Aquarius, so about mid degrees of Aquarius, uh, Friday, February 9th at 2.59 p.m. Pacific time. And then later in February, we'll have a full moon in Virgo at five degrees of Virgo on Saturday, the 24th of February at 4.30 a.m. Pacific time. Um, so we'll talk more about those then. Uh, that's, yeah, that's kind of what's happening this week. So I'm going to pull three tarot cards for you as usual. Um, as I'm shuffling, you can get yourself into a, uh, a calm, um, a calm, curious, contemplative space. You can ask uh, for guidance from your divine helpers and healers. Uh, you can ask about a particular scenario. If there's something specific on your mind. And if you would like, you can pick a, a card number between one and three that will be um, more personal to you in particular. All right. Ooh, okay. <laughs> so, um, First card is the Eight of Pentacles. And so this card is about, so in the image of this card, there's a person who's doing what looks like rock climbing and the, the little like thingamajigs that, that they grab onto with the rock climbing are like pentacles and little like what look like potions and stones and stuff like that. And they have a, a harness holding them. Uh, so this card is about um, putting in the work to get to where you want to go. And um, I actually want to read the guidebook 
on this in particular. Sometimes I feel compelled to do that. Okay, Eight of Pentacles in this deck, which is the Tarot of Spells and Potions. You can conquer any heights. Long training sessions, self-confidence, make you an excellent professional. Oh, this is very interesting. Okay, so um, so this is the topic, kind of, if I'm reading all of these. So there's there's something here that you want to conquer or achieve you want to, you're, you're, this is like encouraging that you can do this. And the way to get there is through, um, putting in the physical effort, possibly long, um, training or sort of like long segments of time. I'm really thinking about Mars in Capricorn when we're, when I'm talking about this card. Um, and then, yeah, this is also about self-confidence that gets, it, it's like, Self-confidence is accrued through like each little step that you step up here. And each little step that you step up, you are like, oh yeah, like I'm getting farther. And so there's there's this thing also with the Eight of Pentacles around uh, doing one step at a time. And it's like it takes this muscle and this effort to get to where you want to go. And um, in this card in particular, there's a little cat I don't know if you can see it on the video. There's a cat that's like above the person and is looking down at them and they're looking at the cat. And so there's also people here, um, people or maybe situations that, that are available to you that are like, yeah, like I want you to do it. And you can look to them for um, inspiration. Okay, so we may go back to that. Uh, also here is the three of pentacles. Uh, so this is an interesting combo because the three of pentacles is about collaboration, especially work collaboration, or maybe not so much, it doesn't have to be work, but it could be like collaborations of any kind where you're working together. Um, but the, the traditional indicators of this card are that it's about, um, working together on a team towards a common goal. And uh, this is also really about like trusting that you have the skills and that you have something to bring to the table that is a value and that other people have something to bring in. And then whatever it is that you create becomes, uh, what is it that saying? The sum of the whole is greater than the parts. It's kind of like that idea. Like you create something that is more than just your individual contribution. Um, and in this card in particular, in this deck, there's three people who are sort of like looking out of a curtain. Like they look a little nervous to me. They're like, oh, like what's happening? And there's this pot that's like boiling over. Um, so it's... It, there's something that's happening. There's an operation that's kind of maybe like whoever you're collaborating with um, is sort of like, uh, you know, it's it's not ready to come out yet. Um, and then the last card is the tower card. And so the tower card is very Uranian to me. It's very much about uh radical change and transition and surprise and innovation. And I think that um, 
there can be a lot of fear around the tower card uh, because it it is associated with disruption that we find um, disruptive in some way that we find inconvenient. Um, the thing with the tower though is it is a symbol of change that has been needed for maybe for a long period of time, maybe only for a short period of time, but it's change that's needed to create a more secure structure or to, um, to, how do I want to say this? Like, it's like the way that things have been going is, is like something is in need of change. And the tower is like, oh, like, it's kind of like a, like the original imagery in the Smith weight deck is a lightning bolt striking down on a building. And it's kind of like, it can feel like a lightning bolt. And sometimes, you know, changes are like that. And so um, in this card in particular, there's this figure that's kind of like, they're like chilling, hanging out. They're looking over at this castle and there's this broomstick that's sort of like going across the card um, that feels like the, the lightning bolt in this case to me. And so, um, I don't know this. I'm also realizing too, that we talked about this week, Mars Uranus happening, which feels very like a towery kind of energy. And so, I don't know, maybe there's something like there's something that you are moving towards or working towards. There's a large scale project that requires a lot of steps or a large scale um, process, something in your life that you are working towards that is a long term goal. And then um, there's there's help and support that you need from others in order to to get there to pull that off. Um, like. I think maybe you started this thinking that you were like, yeah, like I'm going to do it and it's going to be great. And, you know, it's me, myself and I. And then you're like, oh, I do need some assistance here. And that's OK. It's good to have assistance. Um, and then there's th through that there is this like new awakening. There is like this like, oh, my gosh, like something uh, new information new action, a, 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 like a pivoting or a change is happening here. And that the, the, the I think uh, I want to emphasize that the, the change that the tower represents is um, it's change that brings in fresh energy. Okay, so that's your forecast for the week. I hope that you enjoyed this. Um, if you, uh, yeah, I, I'm so curious on what's happening for you, what comes up for you as you listen to this astrology, even if you're, um, listening later in the week. Um, my name is Shauna McGrath. I am a therapist and an astrologer. If you are interested in working with me or just want to find out more about my work, you can find out more at my website, theastropsyche.com. Uh, such a pleasure to have you here and to be able to share this with you. I am wishing you a most easeful week and I'll see you soon. Bye.